Ooh, got some gurgliness going on. Pant crapping, world ending glee. I made an elf rogue named Fagballs. <laughs> you are listening to the After the Fact podcast. It's a freaking bowling ball made of energy. I'm sorry, I'm not understanding why this is a problem. As a as a kid, I was borderline retarded. Classic gaming by geeks just like you. I beat the second boss in the game. As far as I'm concerned, I beat the game. Mike, I got a headshot on you. I pistol sniped you from across the room. And now, your hosts, Luke Matthews. I heard Joey down the block has a game that you can play for more than ten minutes without having a seizure. <laughs> Matthew Coyne. You can either enjoy yourself a nice, gruesome death on Valium, or you can play Call on Coke! And Andy Padel. I can run Uncharted on my PS3, but I can't run a shitty 16-bit 90-degree turn with the camera around a pixelated car as I'm racing through the future. Should we record the show now? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to episode 42 of the After the Fact podcast. I am your host, Snooty Douchebag. I am joined today by Abrasive Asshole. Good evening, the only place on the internet where shit is not burning. And Pretentious Fuckwad. <laughs> today we will be discussing Double Dragon, the NES beat em up. <laughs> but before that, let's find out what Snooty Douchebags. Abrasive assholes and pretentious fuckwads have been doing for the last week. No, I can't do the voice anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no there's fun. N- there's no way that I can be like, I've been playing Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> not with a straight face. It's not my fault you can't stay hardcore. <laughs> this is not a themed podcast. No, no. Yet. <laughs> uh, so I finished Catherine. Um, you two talk about Catherine while I get beer because I haven't played it yet. All right. So I finished Catherine, and one of my biggest complaints is that there is a definite peak in the difficulty at uh, day six. Day six is the hardest part. Right. And then all of a sudden you're expecting more of a challenge, and it's like, meh. Meh. It just drops off? or Yeah, it just drops off. Oh, Until you get to uh, the very end, and the last boss is pretty rough. But like the normal puzzles throughout the day are like, meh. I, see, uh, so I, I mean, I heard the last boss was really, really tough, and then outside of that, though, I haven't heard anything other than it's hard. It's really fucking hard. That's because most people haven't gotten past day like four yet. Oh, okay. Because I'm on like I, I'm I'm finished yet. I'm on day six, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh my god, ice block suck." Yeah, day six is the worst. Okay. Yeah, that's their version of ice levels. Ice levels blow. Oh, and there's an escort quest, which can kindly go what? fuck itself. No, no, an escort quest in a puzzle game. In a puzzle yeah. game. Didn't think you'd get fucked that way. Escort yeah. quests are cancer. It's video game cancer. It's yeah, like really your escort quest is metastasized. You're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> no! Yeah. Then House walks in the room and goes, what is it, escort quest? Yeah. Yeah, he's fucked. Other than that, what the hell have I been playing? Uh, <laughs> games. Mr. Driller. Uh, DSI download. Mr. Driller, drill and drill again. And I thought it was, no, that's not it. It was enough, uh, Mr. Driller something or other. 
Mr. Driller, Drill T Drop. Yeah, Drill, Drill T Drop. Drop. There we go. We've been playing that, and uh, <laughs> it might as well be. It's on. It's mobile, right? It's another mobile app game, right? It's it's DSI. It's DSI. So not okay, really so it's app. ish. Ish. No, no, they're well. It's Mr. Driller. It's not like it's a com- very. It's a game complex. that you play in your hand without a monitor or a television screen. It's a mobile <laughs> fucking game. No, because when I it's think a portable th- game, sure. It's a portable There's game. Clearly, a distinction between portable <laughs> games and mobile games. Mobile games are played on devices like Android or iOS, where you have a touch screen and you have a cell phone capability in addition to your mobile game. I liked you a lot better when you were going to get beer and not Portable games, <laughs> on the other hand, are on delegated portable systems by companies such as Nintendo or Wonderswan. <laughs> you had me till the end. Yeah. yeah. It was... Not- well, excuse me. I am sorry that I have disappointed you, sir. So, I mean... But, but, so- <laughs> You know what? Never mind. Uh, you know what? Let's just move on. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was going to bring up this whole thing about this mobile games. Every mobile game has a ridiculous name. Every, every, every. We talked about that in the last episode. Every, you know. Do you not remember between episodes? I do. Okay. Not. This is going to be an interesting, like, having Matthew on the show, it's going to be like, the game will change, but the discussions, it's going to be like fucking Groundhog Day. <laughs> like, every episode... <laughs> Be like, well, you know, you said that in two episodes ago, let's, it, right? Let's start this one out with: Did you play the game this time? Yes, I did. Yeah, I really, really did. I didn't play much else because um, I'll let you guys go first. Hey, what, Matt, yeah. what have you been playing? What have I been playing? Um, so I've been playing Catherine, obviously up to the the sixth puzzle, and, and sixth, yeah. yes, I, I I got to the I had to I had to stop there because uh, basically what happens beforehand. And I think at this point, are we safe to do Catherine spoilers at this? I don't. Even... I don't, don't want to spoil it for you guys. So right, but I'm talking about mid game. Like, is anybody? I don't care about spoilers at all. So okay. you can. Um, it's re- it's really new, our so listeners are I'd... now fairly warned that you're going to spoil. Okay, heads up! I'm about to puke all over Catherine. Anyway, um, what? Uh, so you get to, I get to the uh, just before the the sixth level and and the sixth puzzle, and I get this text from Catherine. I've got a photo for you. Now, I've already received one of these where I have to go into the bar, John, to view said thing, which, by the way, sad enough as it is. Like, Vincent, is, as, a, as a protagonist character, is sad. He's, he's, he's just kind of sad. Um, but I have to do this now twice. Which I'm kind of sitting there going, after that part I was sitting there going, I need to, to back off of this, just for a little bit. That and I've also been slammed for time, so it was one of those where I'm like, eh. Um, but I still love it. Um, outside of that, I've been playing, I, I, I went and cranked you're, on... You're not even going to mention what the, the photo is? No, no. It's something about nurses and a syringe, and I'm looking at it in the bathroom, and I just really just, no. That's... That, that's like the best part of that photo. It's like, okay, a naughty nurse outfit. I get that. I mean, that's yeah. something someone can buy. A that's fucking fantastic. syringe. Right. That's just creepy. Is it a? Is it a? Is there a masturbation mini game? I don't know. I don't have the Wii version of <laughs> Catherine, so I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I would think that I don't would have be more, the, appropo- uh, more appropriate for Connect. It would. Well, no. It's it's weird. Like when the when <laughs> no, the shake weight Connect gloves, controller, whatever it doesn't matter. Your hands are like these nebulous objects on the ends of your right. arms. Yeah. Well, nebulous object can do the job. Yeah. 
No, when uh, when Connect comes out with the shake weight attachment for it, yes, <laughs> <laughs> then we'll have. Right now, the Wii has that, so we're just leaving it there. And then outside, yeah, I've been playing. I actually, picked up. I, I, I grabbed uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood again and picked it up and started playing it after beating the crap out of it and then putting it away for oh god, like six months. Does that take place after two? Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's you're playing. It's the f- it's the first video game I think I can remember where I'm actually playing somebody and in, in, uh, the protagonist is in his late 30s, early 40s, something like that. He's not playing. It's not, you're some spry young warrior kid. Heavy rain. I was about to yeah. say Heavy Rain. Okay, so. Heavy Rain. Your There's character choices. Uh, yeah, there is a, a spry uh, journalist. However, you also have the broken architect or the <laughs> fat investigative reporter. <laughs> options. Or the drug-addicted FBI agent. Oh, that's Ding. There <clears throat> we go. So Assassin's Creed Brotherhood's good. It, uh, even it's good even on the replay. Like there's even the just messing around in the sandbox is just way too much damn fun. Do so, you sneak up on people and stab them in the back of the neck? Not only do I sneak up on people, I I decided to come up with interesting and new and fascinating scenarios. Sneak up on a horse and stab. So it. well, there's that. Um, actually, no, I've tried that. You can't even like you you dislodge. You cannot assassinate horses. You can assassinate people off of horses, but you cannot assassinate the horse themselves. Lame. I know that was the one part that kind of bugged me. It was just like there I will can't be use... no witnesses. <laughs> like for instance, there is. <laughs> I like okay. There are two types of characters in Assassin's Creed that I that I want to be able to take their primary implement and beat them to death with it because they are that annoying. In the first one, it was the beggars. The beggars come up with their little bowls and they're just like, "Ah, oh, some Christian charity, please, sir. I'm a cripple. I have I have the mung. I've got leprosy. I get the fuck away from me, Snick." And it was. <laughs> And I whack, and and I would always get penalized for it, but whatever. It's I drink medicine, and it it repairs me from you know bad moral decisions. So you know I just kind of I kill beggars, but they had these little bowls. So I what you're saying is you you drug yourself to forget. I did actually. actually. Okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> As per how I live my own life. <laughs> Etsy, yeah, Al- Altair, it's still Etsy, and I. Right? It's still 1990. <laughs> it is. Wait, what fucking year is it again? Okay. Well, with um, the games that we talk about on this show, he wouldn't really know the difference, right, would he? No. <laughs> so what do you no. Out? There's this new game that came out, and it's pretty amazing. It's called Super Mario <laughs> Brothers 3. Three. Wait a minute. What do you mean we talk about classic video games? <laughs> <laughs> I was just playing that yesterday. <laughs> so then there is, in the second uh, Assassin's Creed, and also in Brotherhood, there are these musicians that come up. First of all, I'm an assassin. I don't want people fucking doing marketing for me. <laughs> I want to be silent as the grave. So they come up and just like, I have this really cool song. I want to take their loot and beat them to death with it. But it won't fucking let me. I can grab them. I could throw them into wells, which, by the way, very amusing. Um, I can I can throw them into a well. I can throw them off a cliff. I can throw them into the into the river. All kinds. Of, I can throw them off buildings. It's brilliant. I can I can take weapons from guards. When they come at you, you go unarmed, you counterattack them, you grab their weapon, and you kill them with it. Yes. Poetry. I can't do it with the loot? No. Fix that shit. I remember when uh, 2 came out, I had this bug where there was a guard who I couldn't kill. I could assassinate him, but he would just start to get back up. It right. was like stabbing a giant gummy bear. <laughs> I was just on top of him. Like He would start to get back up, and I would just plunge the dagger back into his spine over and over again. And I did it for a good five minutes, and finally I was like, screw this, and tossed him off the boat he was on. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have not played the Assassin's Creed games. I played about three hours into the first one, and I did not like it. Really? Um, Yeah, I don't know. It was just something about... Something about the control scheme and the way the camera worked that I didn't really enjoy the game, and something about the way the camera worked made actually made me nauseous. Yeah, the first one's a little janky. The first camera is a little janky, yeah. and then you get into the second Assassin's Creed, and that goes away. And there's some... Um, the one thing I like about it is... The other thing I, I do really enjoy about it when it comes to that is that they, they there's a lot of visual uh, real improvement in each one of those games. Yeah. So... The first one is kind of tetchy when you're jumping when you're Doing stepping anything. onto. Yes. Yeah. The second one is far more forgiving. Like, Brotherhood is far more forgiving than the second one. Yeah, the first one and, uh, that was one of the other problems that I had was doing a lot of the parkour stuff. It didn't always like probably 40% of the time didn't actually do what I wanted it to do yeah. when I would hit a button. You know, I'd I'd run at a wall and want to run up the wall and instead I'd randomly leap into a hay pile or <laughs> I'd grab the wrong thing and fall to my doom right. or you know just you're, the biggest just... the biggest one is that you're in the crowd of people and you go to whack somebody and you wind up killing the, the citizen yeah yeah exactly <laughs> well I got no complaints over that but I mean yes you wind up killing the wrong sneaking up behind your t- target you're like creeping 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 you go for the attack you all of a sudden turn 90 degrees and just stab someone stab in the face. Stab somebody in the face, <laughs> yeah, all the time. <laughs> that was one of the problems. So so to take it way back to PS2, that was one of the problems that I had with Jack 2. I don't know if you guys ever played yeah. the Jack and Daxter. Daxter games. Jack 2 had a, an element because it was shortly after GTA 3 came out. So mm-hmm. they added this open city element with a bunch of cops and shit in the city, right? Mm-hmm. And you're you're a fugitive. So there are missions where you have to like make it from point A to point B in the city. Right. And at any point in that game, if you so much as bump into a cop, the entire city police force starts chasing you through the fucking city oh, and yeah. trying to kill you. And it's like, I just really wanted to get from point A to point B, and all I did was bump into the fucker. Come on! <laughs> and that's the, Assassin's Creed had similar things where like, I was trying to do one thing and... The controls or the the action that was taken based on my control input was not the intuitive action that should have happened. Yeah. So and there's a, there's a steep learning curve with the first one. The the learning curve to try to navigate that kind of stuff in the second one and in Brotherhood is a lot more forgiving. Yeah. So that one really yeah. So it really does it really for for me at least it was one of those where I was kind of like okay the first in in, in AC one you have to be super precise. Um, in the other two, it's a lot more, it's, it's not Prince of Persia. They're actually like, oh, I get into relatively what you want to do. And it's more instinct or, um, instinctual. Thank you. Um, about being able to do that. See, when you say AC, I don't think of Assassin's Creed. I automatically armor core. Armor core. Yeah. So I haven't played hardly anything because you've been traveling, sir. I have, and I'll be talking about this on both this show and trade secrets, but, uh, Right after we recorded Trade Secrets last week, I left and went to Indianapolis and went to Gen Con all weekend, which if if anyone out there is into traditional gaming of any sort, board games, card games, miniatures games, strategy games, role-playing games, anything like that, get your ass to Gen Con. It is... Get your ass to malls. Yeah. <laughs> get your ass to Indy. Ah, Billy, get to Gen Con. It was... I need to go to the ROM. <laughs> It was just fucking awesome. Right like on. that con is so much fun. It's it's four days of 
an entire city just filled with nerds. And that's glorious because the last I heard of Gen Con, granted, was I've I've never gone. It was like four or five years ago, and Mm -hmm. a couple friends of mine went, and it was small and not that that fun. And now, apparently, though, it's huge. So what happened? I don't know what happened because that was actually the period in time when I didn't go. I went when I worked for Mm -hmm. Wizards of the Coast. I went three times. I went the last. I went to the last two. No, the last one in Milwaukee, and the first two in Indianapolis. So are they always in um, the northern area of the Midwest? Yeah. Or? yeah. Okay. They started in... They, Geneva. They started okay. in Geneva, Wisconsin, which is... It used to be called the Geneva Convention. Uh, hence Gen, Gen Con. Con. Got it. And then when they moved to... They, they outgrew Milwaukee, uh, which is... Right. I'm so happy for because Milwaukee's such a shithole. God, that city. <laughs> that what? oh Oh, God, that city. The spy bar? The, the, the sp- okay, so the, the safe house is need. awesome. Oh, safe house, yeah. The safe house is awesome. And there's a really good, don't get me wrong, there's a really good fucking steakhouse in downtown Milwaukee called mm-hmm. Moe's that where to this day I've had still the best steak I've ever had in my life. Okay. But the town is a fucking pit. My God, that place is like, and I've been to El Paso, Texas, and I'm saying that the fucking Milwaukee's a pit. <laughs> Indy is an, it's a much nicer place. It's larger. It fits more people. There's better hotels. The mm. convention center is better overall. Mm. There's a fuck ton of restaurants and bars and shit right within walking distance of the of the convention center. So it's like after everybody's done at the hall around 6 o'clock for the next two or three hours, everybody goes and drinks. And then after that, they filter back into the hall and go into the like the TCG room or the RPG room and they or board game room and they're playing games all night. Yeah. So it's just uh, it's an amazing experience for anybody into tra- traditional games, and I would highly suggest it. Not to mention the whole fucking town geeks out. Like it doesn't even restaurants or have sponsored shit going on. Like oh, nice. the Ram, there's a, a Ram restaurant in downtown Indy that was sponsored by the War Machine guys. So privateer. Mm-hmm. So they had War Machine fucking banners and shit all over the place. Their menu was uh, altered so that it was all renamed into war machine stuff you know <laughs> nice like there was a burger on there called menoth's fury <laughs> and uh that's awesome it was spicy too i bet you yeah so um all kinds of stuff and there's uh the a place called um scotty's brew house mm-hmm. just oh, is good. decked mm-hmm. out in fucking geek stuff and they they were given away uh commemorative dice you know, nice. I mean, the, like the the whole town just is turns awesome. The That's theater cool. in the mall across the street. We on Thursday night we went because they were playing um, Conan. Conan, the original, like 1982 Conan in oh, the no theater. Shit. And I was like, I've never seen it on the big screen, and I want oh, it's to. Awesome on the big, isn't it? It was it was good. It was an old print, so it was a little janky a little, in spots. Yeah. Like it's it sucks because so the whole movie played fine there were some scratches and stuff which i can sure. cope with there weren't hardly any audio problems but the one place in the entire movie where it fucking skips is max von Sydow's like famous line right what? where he's like he's like talking to them and he says uh there there comes a time thieves when the jewels cease to sparkle, Space the gold sparkle, loses, the gold its, loses luster, its luster, and all that yeah. remains is a father's love for his child. Right. And he goes, the jewels cease to sparkle, the gold... And then it flips like two minutes forward. I'm like, oh, oh son of a bitch! <laughs> there comes a time in a man's life... <laughs> Credits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. So it was awesome. Just freezes on Arnold's face in not some even weird, contorted <laughs> manner. It's, it's not even that. Like, point. It just it just craps out, and then suddenly you're just like, wait, Will Chamberlain's not in the first. Oh shit! <laughs> Come on. The most positive thing that came out of watching Conan, my wife originally did not like Conan. She'd seen it two times and didn't like it. She wasn't interested in it. We wow. walked out of that theater, and because it, it's it's been probably eight years since she's seen the movie, sure. and we walked out of the theater, and she turns to like. I've got a new appreciation for that movie. I I really like it. That's really well done. I'm like, yeah. yes! I was going to say, she, she walked out of the theater, and she turned and looked at me and goes, you know, that's not as shitty as I remember it. <laughs> it's so, like a step in the right direction. Step in the right direction. I realized while I was watching that movie, too, that there is an entire generation of people that are going to think that Jason Momoa is Conan, and that frightens me to some degree. You know, like, no, I don't think so because you know what? I was worried about that at the beginning of the the Star Wars prequels. Like I'm sitting there going, "There's going to be a whole generation of people that are th- going to think that Ewan McGregor is Obi Wan Kenobi, and that's going to suck." And Alex every Guinness. time, and every time I come back to to Obi Wan Kenobi, any anybody under the age, especially under the age of 25, always comes back to me with stuff that Alec Guinness says. They don't well, say anything course. that Ewan McGregor says because because parents are smart. Yes. For the most part. Yes. Um, I know that when I have kids, they are not even going to see the prequels until they're old enough to know how bad they are. <laughs> Aside from that, the only video games that I have played uh, were iOS versions of traditional games. So oh. um, I played the Carcassonne iPad app, which is awesome. Like, I don't know if anybody out there has ever played Carcassonne, but it's it's awesome. It's it's a tile-laying board game. It's really oh, okay. fucking fun. Um, cool. And the iPhone app is is really good, really well handled, or I, iPad. And then uh, there's a card game that I'm really fond of called Ascension, mm-hmm. uh, and they have an iPad slash iPhone app that's really decent. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I haven't, aside from Double Dragon, I haven't actually been playing any real video games. I was like, hey, you, you just, played Double Dragon, man. That's all we care about, yep, right? Yep, pretty much. <laughs> So, to move on to gaming industry news, um, Gamefly is introducing unlimited PC play. It's basically going to be like Netflix streaming for video games, which is kind of cool. Imagine Steam with a subscription service, which is what Steam should do, to be entirely honest. Yeah, because I'm I'm on Steam. I'm not on Gamefly. I haven't really jumped onto that at all. So, I'm kind of like, hey, if I pay, you know, 10 bucks a month, well, how much is it? It's like 10 bucks a month or? Uh, It's... <laughs> I don't know how much it costs. I, don't know. I honestly don't know how much it costs because I haven't done it either. I think it's nine ninety nine a month for for okay. the lowest level. Mm-hmm. Um, I have uh, a couple of friends like Christina does it. Not my wife Christina, but Christina yeah, from right. the show does uh, GameFly a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's only she uses it mostly for games she knows she's not going to buy, but she wants to try out and play. Yeah. So she, you know, nine ninety nine a month. She gets a game or two at a time and. Whatever. I mean, it's, it's, it's a really cool concept, and I think I, th- in all, if you want my honest opinion, I think it has no lie to me. Okay, um, I think it's a piece of shit. Cool. So now, no, I think it has. I think GameFly actually, as a service mailing discs, mm-hmm. has a much has much more longevity than Netflix will. Really? Because Netflix, you know, people are able to download and stream and watch on-demand movies and stuff, mm-hmm. but the same is not true of console games. And the yeah. beauty of a GameFly type service is that you will have console specific stuff like first party games that are exclusive to a console Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't be able to stream on any random service that you can still, 
you can still game fly. You can get the disc for it and you can play it and you can do whatever the fuck you want. Cool. So I think that at least while video games are still disc based, mm-hmm. I think Gamefly has a has a market and a life. So Pretty here's cool. a question. How long do we think that'll last for? Like how long is it gonna take this transition over I to where we just the, download it? I think the generation after next, because I don't think the next generation is gonna be strictly download. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna take at least another generation before console manufacturers are willing to shun the retail market for for downloadable or streaming only pc market's already doing it right like the vast majority of the pc market is steam now oh yeah and um on live on live is my it's it's not a failure let's put it that way it's not Mm. super successful just yet but it's not a failure um, yeah, I mean, I think I'm looking at like the, the PC games that I have, and I think the only one that I didn't download was StarCraft Two. Yeah. Well, I just think I think consoles will get there eventually, but I think that they're too wrapped up in their retail market. Because here, here's the thing, here's the point that somebody brought up to me a long time ago, and this this was mostly with the when the PSP Go came out. Mm-hmm. Why would a retail establishment sell? your piece of hardware when they know that that piece of hardware is not going to bring back repeat business to them. Right. And that's a good point. You know, so how does Sony market a piece of hardware that won't drive customers to the stores that are going to sell it? Hey, here, here, here's one for you. People, you know, do things like buy, I don't know, refrigerators, TVs, other household appliances. Sure. No, I understand that. But it's, it's you know, the, the video games... For like Best Buy, well, let's let's not even go with Best Buy. Let's go with GameStop, Ugh. right? We have to. We have to because yeah, unfortunately, as as shitty as they are, they unfortunately have the power to f- drive this kind of shit. They won't. I don't think they will for much longer. I think no. that's why it'll take one more console generation because I get the Ten feeling, years. roughly, about I get the feeling that the next console generation is going to be the first truly hybrid generation where. The PlayStation Network and Xbox Live are going to have are are going to they're going to strive for day and date digital offerings that come out the same time as the retail offering. But then there's also I mean that's also us talking about this up in in Seattle where where broadband is is yeah. pretty it's, it's giant, pretty open. Whereas exactly. when we're talking about some place like you know yeah there's a huge chunk of the Midwest which is basically sitting there going. Yes, I'd love to download Rage at all 22 gigs of its fucking awesomeness, but that would take me a week and a half. Yeah. You know? So, no, I'm, I, I totally agree. I think infrastructure that, is not there yet. I think Comcast kind of shot everyone in the face. Well, that's true. With a, a lawsuit. When did they, they not shoot people in no, the face? No, one second. Let me see if I can look this up. Um, no, but, it, was the, it was the bullshit that they brought up against, uh, or initially they brought up against fucking Netflix. Um, they were going to uh, start yeah. charging Netflix extra because their customers were eating bandwidth that they weren't expecting. And it's like, it's just fucking bandwidth, guys. It's Net not neutrality. tangible. No, yeah, exactly. Net neutrality is fucked. There was a part of me sitting there when, when the debate was actually raging about net neutrality that was kind of jumping up and down going, they're going to fuck us, guys. They're going to fuck us. Just give well, them five seconds. I don't think... In, if you want my honest opinion, I don't think I don't think that net neutrality is a necessity as much as other people do, and I might get blasted in the face that, for that, because I do honestly believe that if an internet service provider tries to pull that kind of bullshit, people will find other ways to get their internet, and they will popularize the internet per- service providers that don't try and pull that bullshit. 
You know, especially when Netflix becomes as popular as it is now. I use it all the fucking time. I oh, use yeah. Hulu all the fucking time. Yeah. Once MLS Direct Kick is on Apple TV, I'm going to Damn. buy an Apple TV. Yep. And that kind of thing is the wave of the future. You know, to use a cliche phrase, it's sure. the wave of the future. And eventually, internet service providers, most of the internet service providers that are any kind of forward thinking are looking at Comcast like they're fucking morons. Because they are. And... I think customers will begin to do the same when they sure. start to realize things like, oh, why is my service costing me more money? Oh, it's because I'm using Netflix. Why is Netflix costing me more money? Because Comcast is charging them more because I'm using Netflix. That kind of thing will start to, people will start to realize it and it'll it'll self-correct. And competition in that market is wide open. Fierce. You know, because cable companies, cable internet has the unfortunate advantage of being regional where you know like around here i have comcast or i don't have cable and i know people there are other people in other areas that's actually most of the that's most of north america yeah but in europe from what i understand from my family over there that's not the case if you have you have competition in north america it's one of those where it's like oh welcome to the state of oregon comcast state i don't yeah and i don't understand why that happens i mean i know people around here who there are areas that are not serviced by Comcast, but then they're serviced by some shitty like local, you know, broad stripe, broad stripe or whatever bullshit yeah. cable services that I never understood the concept of. It is okay to just say no. Comcast owns this city. Mm-hmm. Like, how is that? How does that not fall under some sort of like antitrust or monopoly law? It, it just baffles me but interstate commerce basically yeah it happens long 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 winded explanation like give you no i be totally boring i i i know the mechanics of it i right. don't understand how those mechanics were allowed to to come into existence is the way i should put it it's bullshit yeah i agree um it, but it makes money and everybody loves making money yep. and nobody likes saying no to making money I might be one of the adopters that starts downloading and streaming off of my next gen console mm-hmm. um, because I won't. I, I will desperately cling to adding more media to my collection. Yeah, because that's what your apartment needs. I right? see bookshelves and more. I was going to say my my I I'm the opposite, but it's for the weird reason. I'm opposite, but the same because for me, it's one of those where I, as an academic, effete, beer swilling asshole, love having books. Like love filling my shelves with books. Love having love inviting the senoritas over to come and say, What don't you see how insensitive and intelligent I am? Like it's weird because I'm I'm the opposite end of the spectrum in, in weird ways. Video games I kinda like having physical media for my video games. Sure. It's kinda cool. Yeah. Uh books, absolutely not. Books or right. text, I want ebooks. I would <sighs> rather replace my entire goddamn book collection with ebooks. Comic books, I absolutely want physical. Right. I have to have physical yes. comic books. I cannot stand digital comic and, and books. And that's the same way I am with, um, with my books. It's like if it's books or if it's or if it's, if it's comic books, I want them on the shelf. Yeah. I want them displayed because I want to Movies, be able to I reference would, them. Most, yeah. For me, mostly, it's the fact that that's how I reference books. That's how I've been wired to reference books. Mm-hmm. And so I'll have them up on shelves. And that's where I'll be able to find them. If I if I have them on, I so I I borrowed a friend of mine's Kindle for I love my Kindle. Yeah, uh, I borrowed a friend of mine's Kindle for for about six six months, and basically, and and she was just like, "Look, I'm not going to be using it, you know, out of the country, or whatever." And go ahead and have that. And I was like, "Okay, cool." 
and you know buy what you want off of it and we worked out the system and, and, and okay great and reading off of it was fine referencing off of it was fine um, the problem was I kept losing the damn thing <laughs> <laughs> you physically lost the device. So there's now like when I when I'm when I lose a book <laughs> I can go to the shelves and I'm like, well, I can't find that book, but my ADHD kicks in and I've only read Dune 46 times. So let's <laughs> read it again. Whereas if I lose the Kindle, I'm desperately clawing around in the middle of the night looking for Where'd my books. See, that's why that's why WhisperSync is so fucking awesome. Christina misplaced her Kindle once and just mm. read books on her iPhone and then, like, read books on other devices. And Blackberry says, fuck you, sir. It, no, no, it says, fuck you. I oh, know man. it says, fuck <laughs> I know. Your, your phone actually has buttons on it. That's, that's so retro. <laughs> what are uh, those knobby dude, things on that, your phone, what's sir? That, what's that little middle thing that looks like, like a mouse or something? <laughs> Looks like an old trackball. That's amazing. <laughs> to uh, this is how I move my cursive shame all across my screen of self doubt. You Let actually me have you to, to use the future. By the future, I mean eight years eight ago. Eight years ago, <laughs> you actually have to use buttons. I have. That's to use... like a baby's toy. <laughs> <laughs> my little Canadian Fisher Price <laughs> fuck you phone. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm surprised every time I hit a button, there's not a little shing sound. <laughs> the or there's not a little... goes... So my, my cats produce gases that could either power a city or... Kill thousands of troops in a trench in southern France. <laughs> like, I'm not sure which, but why not both? I, I, yeah, maybe both. But it's always Jesus. fun when Zyklon Kitty gets emitted out of a little mammal's ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's just horrifying. Uh, for the last two weeks, we have been playing Double Dragon. I should say yes. for a week for me because I haven't really played it for the full two weeks, but. Uh, Double Dragon on the NES. I think most of us played it on the NES, right? Yeah. Like, I played the NES version. Arcade uh, and NES. Oh, you got to play the arcade version. I played a little bit of the arcade version. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I, I, I wanted to, but didn't have any way or place to do it. I was actually really hoping when I went to Gen Con, they had a, an arcade room that turned out to be horribly pathetic. Really? I mean, terrible. It had... Oh, it, it was, it was it. It No, it didn't one... even have good games. It was things like Rush 2029 or whatever the what? fuck that game is. Like, Rush just, the Rock. Yeah, just just <laughs> shit games. Oh, shit. We're, we, we have to get an arcade game room. Let's just go to all the neighborhood Walmarts and grab all the arcade <laughs> games yeah. out of there and just dump them in a room. They had they just had a bunch of crap that didn't, uh, didn't work, which is, which is a shame because I know... The Midwest has a huge arcade, um, like arcade collectors community. Yeah, that would be more than willing to donate machines for something like that. Yeah, we get it around here all the time. But you know, Seattle Retro, or Portland Retro Gaming Expo, the mm -hmm. new Seattle Retro one, the the Seattle Pinball and Gaming Expo. Yeah, like even PAX to some degree, they all get a, a retro like arcade room. Yeah. and the, the one at Portland Retro is fucking. Awesome! It'll mm -hmm. get like you know they'll get like forty or fifty arcade machines in there, and it's all really good shit. Mm -hmm. One guy brought in like 
a Star Wars and an Empire Strikes Back vector games oh, last nice. year. Like they get. I some... destroyed one of those with a sledgehammer. Yeah, we, what? we've heard this story. You fuckwad. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to relive this discussion. So (laughs) I don't want to relive this discussion. Yeah, we've been playing Double Dragon, which uh, when I was a kid was probably one of my favorite video games. Uh, I love this game. I've always loved this game. I was introduced to it via the NES version. I've never like I've hardly ever played the arcade version. In fact, I think I I don't think I played the arcade version until my adult life. Um, I started off in the in the arcade. Actually, it was the first time I I actually found this one. Um, absolutely loved it. Saw that it was coming to NES. Went, wow, that's cool. And then saw the NES graphics and went, that's shit. And then played it and fell in love with it all over again. Really? Yeah. Like it was. It, well, because here's the thing that was really funny. Um, there's there are the big dudes that are um, I can never like Adolfo or or Adolo or Abobo Abobo Abobo, Abobo What a really wonderful Abobo! name. Abobo. I know. Like if anybody, that's like naming someone's Boobies. kid Bick. Poferoba or some bullshit like that. It's like, <laughs> why signal? Why signal in our signal? Go take care of this. <laughs> hey, Dweezil and Moon Unit, why don't you go fucking zappa us up some records or some shit? I mean, like <laughs> zappa <laughs> us up some. Wow. Yes. Hey, you know what? Yes. Frank named his kids. You some sir, really are dating up yourself. Shit. I'm I just. I'm am just dating myself. Um, but yeah, no, I, I uh, absolutely loved. It. I mean, the, the a, a Bobo goes from being a mongoloid, <laughs> mongoloid, strange. Yeah, he goes from being Ming the steroid freak to Jesus, that guy's head is huge. <laughs> he has chest head. Head. super dodgeball. He does. He comes out of super dodgeball. He has chest yep, yep. head. His head is the size of a chest. It's in, it's insane. Ch- chest head. It does. <laughs> I got abs on my chin. I, mean, I got a big melon, but I don't have chest head. Yeah, I uh, I played the arcade version in my adult life, and I think the the last time I played it, I didn't remember this, but I um I'll bring it up. <laughs> so at the beginning of the NES version, uh, bad guys, you know, girlfriend in the street, bad guys walk yeah. up, punch her in the stomach, punch her in the stomach, on the shoulder, walk away. Right. The arcade version, they walk on screen gun her down with a machine gun and walk away and leave her bloody in the street. <laughs> yeah. Was it a machine gun? So it, yeah. I thought it was just, it was pretty much the same animation, except the, the guy is placed farther back and he's just like, so for the NES version, he's like, <clears throat> and she falls over. With the arcade version, he like walks out like to the halfway point of the screen, points the gun at her, goes, <clears throat> and she well, falls over. No, I think it was a machine gun because I, I distinctly remember Are multiple Are you sure you're talking about like, like Double Dragon 2? Because no. there's a part of me that remembers Double Dragon 2 being the part where Miriam gets killed. It was Double Dragon 1 in the arcade, really? and yeah, she gets gunned down in the street, and which changes the whole tone of the game, right? It goes, right. like on the NES version, it's a re- rescue mission. It's a rescue mission. Right. On the arcade version, it's a revenge mission, and it's interesting. It's like, um, I, I was su- surprised at that because I was down, it was last year when we were down at... Um, Portland Retro Gaming Expo, and mm-hmm. I went into Ground Control in Portland, which, if anybody who's listening lives anywhere near Portland, go to Ground Control. It's an awesome Live arcade. Live um, They uh, And I walked in, and I was like, oh, sweet, Double Drag. Oh, my God! I I love this game, and I don't know why. I Like, I cannot explain it, because when you play Double Dragon in the arcade, if you were to compare arcade versions of Double Dragon and any other brawler, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, fucking... Streets of Rage or 
Final Fight or any game like that. Combat Tribes. (laughs) 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 Urban Champion. Or, um... Don't you say that. Oh, I'm not Foul, foul. Oh, I'm so... Don't speak its name. You'll give it power. (laughs) (laughs) They're not... They're not that, um... They're not that different. Mm -hmm. They're just... They're just brawlers. And there they are. But... Bad dudes. For some reason, when you play... I'm bad. (laughs) (laughs) The, The NES version just has a different a different charm to it that makes mm-hmm. it makes it more fun to play. It moves a little slow a lot slower. <laughs> a moves lot a lot slower. slower. Um but it's fun and there it's inexplicably fun. It's yeah. like you know you walk up and you kick somebody in the stomach a couple of times and roundhouse them to the face and then the next time you try if you're at the right distance you'll kick them and they'll bend over and you grab them in the head and knee them in the fucking nose like four times and then fall over and well, that's because you've leveled you know, up like, your your combat ability yeah which yeah. It took me forever to figure out. I'm like why is it in the first stage all I can do is punch people in the face and sort of like roundhouse kick them and then like halfway through the second stage doing those exact same moves I grab them and chuck them over my oh, oh that's what the heart is level up in this yeah. fucker yeah. That, nowadays, that would be called having RPG elements. Yes, it will. <laughs> and, and that was it, like it, it, when I when I first like, played through it, I was having all this difficulty, and then I remembered again. This is Matthew goes back to the, the that that strange dusty two file boxes in the lower recesses of the garage, yanks out notes, and sits there. And one of those notes, and I'm sitting there looking at it, and it says only punch guys in the first level. And it, because the more times, it, because if you kick more guys, times you hit them, you the just, more experience you get. Exactly, because you just kick them twice, you get the same number of points, but you've only hit them twice, and so you overall you get less points for killing them. Whereas if you punch them, yes, you take more damage, but at the same point in time, yeah, you, you repeatedly get, get fucking owned I, in the face while you're you punching do. them. Directly underneath that is the cave at the end of level three is a trap. Two abobos are waiting for you. There's nothing <laughs> you can do about this. <laughs> just fucking deal with it. That's what I. But if you have jump kick, you can fuck those guys up really fast. Kind of. I, I had problems I'm, with them. They they did the Zangief. Uh, oh god, was Zangief and was it Hagar? Oh, Karnov. Yeah, Karnov Zangief. Yes, I was Karnov Zangief Manwich. Yeah, I was the meat in the Karnov Zangief Manwich. This is a recurring thing in video no, games. Bobo. This is not. No, Bobo. <laughs> no, Bobo. <laughs> I don't want it there. Show me uh, can't the sleep. Abobos will fuck me. <laughs> can't sleep. Abobos will fuck me. <laughs> I. Uh, what is that, it with big, beefy Russian guy looking guys with no shirts on and pants on? With by the way, legs the size of of like poodle pegs. If you took a peg leg uh-huh. on a poodle, that'd be the size of all their legs. However, their torso is six feet tall, uh-huh. and it has chest head. It's at all the top muscle, of it, and it's all muscle. In level three. A bobo fist you. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Their heads are like just one giant cauliflower ear from getting <laughs> fucking hit all the time. And it's... I that, that You speak of, of the trap that is the cave at the end of the yeah. third level. Yeah. The third level, it's like... Uh, the first the two levels, you're just like walk, walk, couple enemies, beat them in the face, they die. Beat right. them. It's awesome. I climb up a little ladder. I beat a guy at the top. Doesn't take me. Get into the forest. There's a couple of guys. Wait a minute. I have to jump over a river and there's a guy waiting with a throwing weapon on the other side. Fuck. He's got dynamite. What? And then I jump again and oh, oh, good. Oh. I got the baseball bat. I hit that guy and I hit that guy and then I get, hit that guy. <gasps> Wait a minute. It took my baseball bat away. <laughs> purple hair, purple hair, purple hair, a bobo, a bobo. Fucked. 
the the end of the third level the difficulty is like running into a cliff it, it, <laughs> it's just it like running into a cliff it's okay. like yes we oh gap so let, let's go through the boss fights in order shall we let me yes. let me describe i'm going to sum up the first three stages shoot stage 1 Oh my god, there's a guy, he's giant, he's on the conveyor belt. I punched him once and he died. And what? he fell into and he the fell pit. Into the bit. <laughs> Second one. Oh, him out like a Jedi. oh, there's a guy in the skyscraper. I'm fine. Oh, I'll go down the ladder. He's going to follow me. I'm going to punch him off the skyscraper. And he died. Dang, he died. <laughs> Third level, there's nothing to not hide and knock these guys off of. Oh god, oh god, my face, my face. <laughs> you actually have to fight at least one of these guys. <laughs> yes. I have to say that was, that, that was one of the that was one of the parts and and you brought up things of the weapons. I have I have three listings for this game. I have the good, the bad, and the funny. Okay, the um, bat is amazing. Oh, the bat's like, so good. Dunk, dunk. Yes, but you dunk. swing it like a five year old. It doesn't matter. I mean, no, it doesn't matter. The distance but I mean, on it is so good. Oh no, no, no! Don't get me wrong. The bat is the bat is badass, and I love the bat. The bat is is the next to the until knife. that little fucking hitchhiking fist on the screen steals it from you. Right. <laughs> I so speaking of this for a moment before we get into the weapons that Shoot. pissed me off because. When, even when I was a kid, I was like, sweet, I've got a baseball bat. I'm going to go fuck some shit up. And I, <laughs> I hit a bunch of guys, and they die, and I'm like, sweet, it's going to let me go to the next screen. What? And right. I lose it, and then the guy on the next screen has a throwing knife or dynamite or a goddamn whip or something. I'm like, I don't want a fucking dynamite. It's just going <laughs> to blow up in my hand. I want a goddamn baseball bat. Stupid fucking thievery. They can hold the dynamite as long as they want, but yes, you pick but it up. You pick it up. Like how do they? Yeah, that was kind of like there is literally. If it was one of those guys that had like a Zippo in his teeth, and he's just holding the dynamite, and, <laughs> and then he swipes it across the Zippo, and he's like burning his nose skin off or whatever bullshit. <laughs> then he swipes it across his face and throws the dynamite. Okay, that's Rolento. one thing, right? <laughs> but I'm looking at who starts off with the dynamite. It's the dude that has the pompadour from hell. Uh-huh. I can't remember Willie, whatever that. That's hell where he holds name. the dynamite. That's where, that is where he holds the dynamite. And uh, his wallet, but he has <laughs> <laughs> because he does. He can hold a chain wallet in his seven-inch pompadour. <laughs> it's like fuck. And then dude breaks up. Dude busts it out, and I'm going. There is so much product in that man's head <laughs> that his that his head will explode if he even sees daylight. <laughs> if the ambient temperature he walks goes out up, of the cave. <laughs> You win. <laughs> Double was, Dragon is Twitter game. <laughs> was he a vampire? No, it's no. just a lot of it's just a lot Air of Aquanet. There's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of product. So yeah, uh, so anyway, dude comes out, throws dynamite. Um, I, I for the life of me, and then the, here's the funny part: I knock dynamite out of his hand. And I'm sitting, and I, and I go to pick it up, and I'm thinking, okay, the same product or the same thing will apply, right? He'll grab it, and no, if I, if he drops it, he picks it up. He can sit there and dance around, uh-huh. and 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 do like sword dancing and bullshit. He can macarena all over the place. Doesn't get lit. The second that I pick it up, suddenly it's just ding, like ding, your hand on ding. flaming dynamite, nasty bat. <laughs> <laughs> 
You yeah. picked. You, you're learning from. Uh, Why is coat. it flashing? Oh God! <laughs> you're learning from uh, not blade. Axel. Axel. You're only on phase one, unfortunately. Explosive <laughs> objects spontaneously combust in your hand. Yes. Hopefully, by the third game, when you go to Egypt, you'll be able to master that punch. Because <laughs> <laughs> Axel never did. Although, uh, hell, the the one thing that is kind of funny is that there is. I take dynamite. I throw dynamite at a man's head. Now, there have been some gib-like, gruesome, nasty deaths that, that have evolved in video games ever since. Mm-hmm. And I have never had the opportunity to throw a stick of dynamite deliberately at someone's face and have it blow up on their face. Like, you do in this game, but then they just fall over. But then they just fall over and blink, 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 gone. Yeah. That was a little disappointing. No gibs. Halo, sticky grenades. Sticky grenades was that's, yeah. That's the that's the equivalent. That's I where it came from. Finding that sweet spot where the camera is and multiplayer is like, <laughs> yeah. And suddenly your face is just like, here's all the shit that you have. You have 240 rounds. You have two rifles. Or you have your rifle, your plasma rifle, and your screen today will be provided for you by plasma <laughs> grenade. We uh, the screen provided by plastique. Yes. <laughs> so uh, you guys need to at some point when. Uh, with Pat play uh, the the special game that he made called Meth Teeth, where everyone's <laughs> invisible yes. and you only have rocket launchers and yeah. sticky grenades. <laughs> you play that for five minutes, and I promise you, you will be twitching like a heroin addict. Yeah. You will be so jumpy because you'll be I like, "Try that now." Oh, I think I see some. Oh, gonna, uh, he's over there. He's like twenty feet away. I'm gonna get him with the rocket launcher. What you don't realize is he's not twenty feet away. He's standing directly right in front there. of you. So you pull the trigger and explode, <laughs> and everyone dies. That happens about two or three times, and you start getting a little bit jumpy. A little bit twitchy, so you get paranoid. <laughs> we oh did. I never played. I never played Meth Teeth. We had the one where we would play in Chiron <laughs> with nothing but rocket launchers and sticky grenades. So the the and it was unlimited grenades. So the typical tactic was right before you run through a teleport door, you huck a grenade in front of you, and it bounces off the teleport right. door and sticks to the dude that's chasing you that's through chasing the teleport you. door. <laughs> Anyway, back to Double Dragon. Yeah, so um, I was actually going to have some notes here for the bad shit. Because I I really, I mean, I don't know about you, Andy. I don't know. You really like this game. I love this game. I I actually, oddly enough, I didn't like the X-Men platformer. I didn't, I I kind of was. Dirty fucker. I, yes, I, yes. I mean, Battletoads was another one that I was kind of like, I I remember liking it, but not like. Don't ever go back to it. Right. And is, then uh, there's this one that I, I really, really like this game. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Andy. What, what did you think? Okay, so I really like half this game. <laughs> right up until you get <laughs> sandwiched by oh, a no, Bobos. No, that, <laughs> and then it's time for the Abobo so, fucking I, 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 I only like a bad. third of this game. That's levels one through three of mode A. Mode B is shit. Shit. I never played mode B. I Literally, in uh, my entire life, I've never played mode B. Don't. 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 <laughs> don't. Okay, what is it? It's Urban Champion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, God. You think I'm kidding? No. Not, well, okay. It's, really it's like some sick bastard hybridization between Urban Champion and Dodgeball. Oh, God. A part of Dodgeball where you get to select one of six guys, one of which is a Bobo. Uh-huh. The problem is, whichever one of the six guys that you select, the computer is as well. And the difficulty is so jacked Insanely up. Insanely higher. Like, I was playing last night, and I was playing as Billy versus Billy. And I'm just wailing on the PC. And you start out with, I think, six bars of health. Like, a good a minute of me punching him in the face. He loses one. He stands up, drop kicks me, punches me, drop kicks me again, and four health bars are gone. <laughs> he yeah. only hit me three times. I'm like, 
<laughs> what just happened here? I didn't see myself lose two life. Apparently, I did. Then he's like, one, one second. <laughs> Another health bar gone. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, this is bullshit. So it's, maybe it's just, you know, maybe I made a bad selection. So I chose another guy. Uh, no. No, just no. It was. I never played Mode B. I'm glad I didn't play Mode B, but... Mode B is superfluous. It, I, it's yeah, know, a lot yeah, of mode, a, mode B in a lot of those games was superfluous. Superfluous. I remember when we did when we did Super Dodgeball, mm-hmm. and their Mode B was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's you're like you're like in a prison yard, Beanball. running around, be, throwing the ball at random people, and it's kind of an it's a it's a everyone for himself, right? And it was terrible. Yeah, Luke won the game by dying before I did. Yeah, <laughs> I took everyone out, and you know what my reward was? Game over. Game yep. over. <laughs> it's like I can leave. Not even you win. Just game over. Game over. <laughs> no, what I was gonna say was that that when I was a kid, uh, this was one of the few games that I played in addition to, like, of course, I played the Mario games, but I played a shitload of Mega Man stuff. Sure. And this was one of the games that I picked up. <clears throat> Um, originally, actually, the first time I played this was uh, on the Game Boy, mm-hmm. and I played the Game Boy version and then picked up the NES version, uh, borrowed it from a friend, and, and played the shit out of it. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was one of the few games that I could beat and still enjoy playing over and over and over again yeah. for whatever reason. Even now, I picked it up and I started playing it, and I was just like, <laughs> I love this game. You know, and I've beat this game innumerable times, Sure, you know, and... Yet it's still fun every time I play it, and I think part of that for me is the des- the character design and everything is very charming. It's you know it's the same style of characters in like Super Dodgeball and a few other games of that right. era. It, the music is fucking awesome in this game. I love the music. Yeah, in this it's game. catchy. It really does kind of it, it. It is rather catchy. There's a couple of tunes do, in there. Do that- do. Do 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 do. No, but then there's there's a couple of points where, especially in the forest, where the music takes this weird, improvisational, funky ass jazz kind of, you know. It's fine. But yeah, I just blow past that part, and then I, I, the music to me is fairly iconic, and it's a song. It's songs, music that I remember. Yes, from when I was a kid. You know, it's much like much like Mega Man. It's just songs that kind of stick with you over time. Yes, so. Um, I was I was really impressed. It's um, I don't know. You know, the thing is, is that I can't compare it to the other versions. I never played the Master System version. I never played the arcade version hardly at all. So I think the Master System version is kind of close to the arcade. It's a little closer to the arcade version than really. Yeah, that's what I understand. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I played the Game Boy version, but I've never played any of the computer versions. They came out in all kinds of fucking weird ass yeah, P- PCs, either. like the fucking. Amstrad bullshit, whatever, the, <laughs> like all different kinds of PCs. So, um, Double Dragon for the Vic Twenty. What? Yeah, 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 that would that wouldn't surprise me. I think it came out for the Commodore sixty four. I did for Commodore sixty four. There was a lot of people that, that were kind of bitching about how the the one thing I do remember uh, uh, talking with a couple friends about, and they were saying that the Commodore the Commodore sixty four and the Apple versions of this were crap because the joysticks that you had for those uh-huh. were built for like flight sims and and you know because there was no such thing as a control pad for the commodore 64 no there wasn't your all. your joystick like the joystick that i had was a joystick with a single button on top yeah you know and it's both punch and kick <laughs> yep i con you know that was the game that was the joystick that i used to play fucking 
way of the exploding fist, you know, <laughs> but it didn't really work for games that were designed for consoles. So right. no, it definitely number wasn't. munchers. You were golden. Yeah, <laughs> Oregon Trail. You're doing okay. I'm so built much. for Ultima too. What do you want <laughs> from me? Um, so I got a couple of notes here on the on the bad shit. I'm going to handle the bad shit because I want to get to the good stuff uh, later. But um, let's talk about the special attacks. For uh, we were talking about leveling up. So there's two attacks that actually matter. There's jump kicking, and then there's your super fucking ongbok elbow. That just right, right. murders people. <laughs> it's the Decapitron. It's <laughs> awesome. I just I whip around back and whatever is behind me, the head explodes. Uh huh. Like there's an episode of there's an episode of uh, American Dad actually. Well, that too. There's an episode of American Dad where Roger f- jumps off of a chain and fucking headbutts this crooked cop, and it's a slow mo of the head exploding yep. and the eyes popping. That's what I imagine Billy's headbutt or is is back elbow to be. <laughs> it's just a long, <laughs> yeah, right I out mean, of just... fucking Fist of the North Star. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then this big wind up, and then this fist just fucking slams in and blows through all kinds of flesh. Yeah, um, that elbow is fucking amazing, especially oh, yeah. especially when you are you know sandwiched between a bobos and you you you're, you're <laughs> like you're like no, you are not going to do this to me, and neither are you. <laughs> I'm sorry, a bobo, you're already dead. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the elbow is great. The problem is every other special att- everything that the, again it's uh, the throw is somewhat useful. The throw is okay. The throw's a good escape move. It's not right. necessarily good for damage, but it's good to get fuckers away from Chuck you. People especially off Chuck people yeah. off cliffs. Chuck that people was, off cliffs. Yes. And especially in the later levels when you've got four enemies on screen at the same time and you're getting fucking just destroyed and you need to get out, the throw is good. You grab everybody that's on one side of you and put them on the other side and be like, okay, now you're all manageable. Right. You know? I was okay. The, I don't mind the I don't mind the head grab and you know knee to the face. The head grab was okay. The only problem is is that you're at least it's like the it's like the sitting on a guy. You're so you're and you're though. vulnerable. But no, but normally that by the time you have that, there's normally more than one enemy. Right. So when you're grabbing guy A, no, what I'm saying, slamming your knee into his face, guy B like sneaks up behind you, he's like. Like I don't think they do. Right? That's the thing. When I was playing earlier today, they don't do that. When I was playing earlier today, once you grab somebody's head and start kneeing them, all the oh, other yeah, no, enemies no, no, on no. screen when, freeze. When when they when they're grabbing your head, no, he's right. When they when they grab your head in the in the NES for in the arcade version, they don't. Okay, in the NES version, the they NES freeze version, and stop moving, so you can grab a guy and knee him into the face to your right. heart's content. But and if you if you <coughs> sit on a guy. Which okay, well, in and of itself. But I mean, if you sit on a guy in in the in the NES version, they'll still come up behind you and just be like, "I got a dynamite dildo," <laughs> and it doesn't matter. A mobile fist. Speaking of of great movements, um, item number B. Um, no, dynamite dildo I, in the ass would <laughs> cause a great movement. <laughs> That's a great one for B. Um, oh. So um, this one, the one thing about this, and, and I don't know if this is how, how much this is true in the arcade version, because I only played like the first couple missions in the arcade version, but in the NES version, this one does sometimes try to be a platformer and fails. Yeah. To it, some degree, yeah. It re- like when you're trying to do the, the, like when you get into the forest, the forest. cave and you're oh, dodging Jesus. the fucking, or when you're dodging the bricks that come shooting out for no 
fucking good reason. It fails at that. And yes. that's and, 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 granted. Thankfully, they don't try to make you do it that much. But th- that well, was that's the one that's part. also the part. Like in the forest, the first jump you really have to do is the one where you're jumping over the broken bridge in the river. Yeah, and there's a dude waiting for you with a dynamite dildo on the other side of the bridge, <laughs> and you're you just get boned you know i i hate that because every single time unless you land in the exact right spot where you bounce back over the gap after you get hit Mm -hmm. almost every time i got thrown into the water at that point and because he's just at the right spot where even if i jump kick over the bridge i'm not going to hit him and i don't have anything i can throw at him no so i'm just kind of screwed yeah throw your brother (laughs) yeah right (laughs) Uh, Jimmy, take care of this for me. What? Oh. what? <laughs> Splash. Oh. Yeah, yeah and that was kind of... I'll avenge you. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my, here's my kind of, 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 of technical movement uh, or moment of not very smart when it comes to this older technology. Was the NES not capable of handling the graphics that were... Oh, in- definitely not capable I didn't of the arcade so. graphics. Okay. Arcade graphics at that time for, for this version of the game were... Even probably were above huge. We're even probably above Super NES capabilities at that time because it looked so. like it was something that I'd see on a Genesis, and that was kind of where I looked at it and said, "Yeah, yeah okay." I mean, I suppose it could, but so see, the reason I say that is because the graphics on Double Dragon looked somewhat similar to games like Golden Axe, it Altered and Beast. Altered Beast, yeah. and the graphics for Altered Beast on the Genesis were dumbed down even from the arcade version. So yeah. I don't think like a Neo Geo clearly could handle oh, Double Dragon just fine, but yeah. I don't think Double that... Dragon 5. Um, yeah, I just don't think that... I don't. I, I think that even a Super NES would have been a little taxed with Double really, Dragon. Yeah, um, okay. That's kind of so what I thought. But. Matt looked at me kind of confused when I said Double Dragon 5. I, I want to talk about the chronology real quick really? about this. So Double Dragon 1, uh, the, there was the arcade version. Right. Then there were three Nintendo versions. Right, 1, 2, and 3. Right, and then there was Super Double Dragon on the Super Nintendo. That's true, there was, that's right. And there was Double Dragon 5, which is a Neo Geo game. Okay. And then there Which are, is a fighting game. It's not a brawler. Right, but it's it is yes. a double dragon game. Yeah. It's, it's right. the last official double dragon and game. And actually, okay. the cart and the game, because I have it, just say double dragon. Yeah, but like, it's, it's double really? dragon five. Yep. Oh, okay. And then there are two um, homages, because they couldn't get the light, the rights from the owners. Really? Which is Rage of the Dragons and Matrimony. Rage of the Dragons. It was because of the Game Boy like advanced version, why they couldn't get the rights to the characters. So, so it's... it's uh, Billy and Jimmy Leon or something like that. Yeah. As opposed oh, to like, oh, as opposed to Billy and Jimmy. Yeah, Leon. and uh, okay. what is it? Uh, Bo Abobo is it's, it's a boobo. <laughs> it's a <laughs> don't care who the fuck cares. Yeah, it's yeah. it's the same two mattresses slamming up against me. From <laughs> bad angles. Rage of the I Dragons don't care is really is. good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Double Dragon Five, not really good. No, not no. at all. Also it's it's right up there with Fighters History Dynamite. Fighters History Dynamite is Arr? fucking terrible. Uh-huh. Slash Karnov's Revenge is what it's called. <laughs> oh, actually, God. has a fighting game that actually has Karnov in it. Really? Yes. Oh. Uh, speaking of, uh, and none of them compared to the first one. To be entirely honest, what? No, really? No, they don't. Like I like the okay, second one. You don't like fighting the games, second. So. Oh, you're talking about fighting games? No. Well, okay. I don't even consider the fighting games technically in the same. I don't either. Wheelhouses, really. the originals. No, like no. they're they're a separate thing using the characters. They're not actually double dragon games. That's like that's like, you know, the Mega Man Battle Network games are not fucking Mega Man games, you know. No, I mean R- Double Dragon 2 is okay. Super Double Dragon I actually don't like very much. I don't I mean, I don't so. like Double Dragon 3. And I don't like Double Dragon Three either. So Two is Double okay. Dragon kind of just did this whole police academy thing, where it's just like the word, the more that they like. I liked the second Double Dragon, but after that, 
they just we like to call that the streets of rage effect yeah (laughs) Uh, okay yeah that's and by the way, that was the one th- thing, the last thing that I have that, that, that was uh, bad about this. When I play in the arcade, it's myself and whoever else has the quarters to dish out with me to go whoop some ass. And then I play in the NES version. And you lose all your lives. Game over. Right. And I'm in the, by the way, and the big boss is not the dude with the machine gun. He's the pseudo big boss in, in the end of, of the NES version to make up. For the fact that you don't get your buddy Jimmy, your brother, to fight with you, you realize that at the end of the NES version, it's Jimmy that's been out, that stole your girlfriend. Uh huh. And you're just like, that's also uh, something <laughs> Streets of Rage stole. <laughs> yes, your brother is a fucking betraying fuckwad. He is a betraying fuckwad, and I'm sorry, but I've seen. You know what? Here's a moment of jackass. I've seen all kinds of digital and and paint images of Miriam, the the, the girlfriend. I'm glad that chick gets shot in the second double dragon. Yeah. She was not that she much lives. to begin with. Yeah, she's not that worth it. That's why maybe that's why she got killed in the arcade version because you're just like, mm. why am I taking revenge against? Oh, right, right, okay. Yeah. So we'll go past the bad though. I the good. It's like I said. Still, it's 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 fun. There's not obvious patterns to all of the bad guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that was something. That's I really one of liked. the things I wanted to touch on too. Is that they're they're they have their moves, but they don't always. They don't just come on screen and do a pattern and expect you to you know right. do them. You actually do have to adjust here and there, especially when you're fighting multiple enemies or fighting enemies with weapons. Right. They don't always do the same thing, which is probably one of the reasons why you know when I was talking earlier why it has so much replay value for me mm-hmm. because I can go in and get a somewhat different experience each time I play it. It's, you know more so than a lot of eight bit games. Right. Um, it is not. Beating this game, it becomes difficult, but it is not a pattern memorization game, right? Which is nice. It's nice that I can go in and I, you know, I actually have to learn the skills and learn how to adjust to playing the game, right? I do find I I do think it was a it's a gaff on our part not not having watched the movie before doing this episode. I don't like, think we, that's we a gaff really should have. No, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Matt on this one because that movie. Is because by the time terrible. we do another. It, it was going to come up. I mean, okay, so the movie has movie. Mark fucking Dacascus is in that movie. <laughs> I, you know, I, I do <laughs> find. <laughs> By the time we do another Super Mario Brothers game, we will watch the Super Mario Brothers movie, not the wizard. the wizard. No, no, no. Thank you. Not the wizard. No, fuck the wizard was awesome. I'd rather rather watch that than fucking Bob Hoskins. Hey, buddy, you know, I'd rather not watch either. Love off my girl. <laughs> <laughs> It's so bad. I'm looking at the original movie poster for Double Dra- the movie Double Dragon, oh, and it's like, okay, so here's Billy and Jimmy Lee, right? Two buffed-out, steroid-enhanced, 22-year-old Aryans willing to kick some ass. And then I look at Double Dragon the movie. Two anorexic 14-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> they do. God. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, my God. Skinny little bastards. What's funny is that Mark Dacascus becomes a, a badass eventually, right? Uh, yeah. Like, like he, he, was a, he was a legitimate badass yeah, in a few movies. Yeah, he was a legitimate badass. They need to do a sequel starring Justin Bieber and uh, the guy from Twilight. Which one's a dark-haired Patterson? Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Patterson and Bieber in Sensitive Fest 2011. <laughs> he under-fucking-stands you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which <laughs> which like, one's a dark-haired one? <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy, okay. Jimmy. 
because Mark Dacascos plays Jimmy. I want to. I want to bring this. I want to bring this up for listeners, just so that they, you know, because geeks know virtually the same group of movies. Um, if you didn't already know this, the guy that plays Jimmy in Double Dragon is the same dude that plays the Native American in Brotherhood of the Brotherhood Wolf. Brotherhood of the Wolf, Manny. Yes, he's a badass. He's a fucking in badass oh in that movie. Oh my god, two hundred and thirty-six loaves of kung fu badass. <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah, with the movie is side of rage. With a side with a cupcake rage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like this game. No matter what, like I've played it now, you know, I played it a couple of years ago just for fun and I liked it and I played it now and I was like I got this playthrough I got to level 5. Mm-hmm. I didn't beat it unfortunately, but I got to level 5 and then You were close. Some, you were almost there. Man. Yeah. And then some shit fucked up and I I played through again and I got I got back up to level 3. Um, a couple of times, and then you know, got that's the gauntlet. Like if you can get through level three and and you don't die, then you mow through four and five, and then six is where you blow all of your lives. That's where you spend your lives. That's where you get your chest hit cabbage wad blown, boys. <laughs> what? I don't even know what that means. No, I don't either. <laughs> that doesn't even make any that, sense. That wasn't, that, <laughs> wasn't, that wasn't even human words. No, they weren't. <laughs> He's not fucking human. Look at him. Let's Do you have that. more? Or are we moving on? Actually, there's one thing I was going to say that this that made this one really fun was that this is the first game I remember using my environment to kill people. Yeah, that's true. I, don't I never, you know, I didn't, I didn't even beforehand. think about that until you brought it up. I like to think of that as Earth. I'm using my environment, <laughs> to kill using the Earth to kill people. <laughs> but yeah, you're right because, like, I mean, you don't usually if you're given a weapon in a game, you have to use that weapon. I mean, right. But it's not even there's, just a weapon. See, like, you can grab people off, throw of, them off ledges, throw them off ledges, and throw them into, yeah. the, into the lake. And, Don't like and, the second player, throw them off a cliff. Cliff. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I if I think back, I'm I'm trying to think of other games where I did that, and on the NES, there really Ransom, wasn't. There really wasn't. Yeah. River but City that was Ransom. after. Yeah, that was after this. This was like '87, I think. This came out. This wasn't. No, this wasn't '87 for yes, NES. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was. It was '87 for yeah. NES. It was that early on. It was huh? that early on. The same year as Star Kung Trek Fu. The Next Generation. This, is, this was one of the first games I ever bought for the NES. Man. Yeah, no kidding, right? I'm like, I, I went with completely different games. Like, I remember playing, like, Little Nemo and Jackal and... Well, yeah. Oh, Jackal? Jackal's amazing! Jackal. Oh, my God, that game how, awesome. How dare you besmirch Konami? <sighs> Jackal to Nintendo is like Jackal with the wide <sighs> butt rock. <laughs> it was wow. awesome. Uh, the one thing I will say, and I'll and I'll end my um, tirade. There's two things that, about this game though that are unbearably hilarious. One of the things that I learned from Double Dragon about fighting people in real life is that you know they're about to fall down when you slap their face or you kick their gut enough with a times, bat. and then they or, or no no with the bat because you hit them with the bat they instantly drop right. But if you slap their face enough or kick them in the stomach enough, they adopt this. Really painful. I'm shouting but shitting stance <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> You're just like ah! I know, and they and they stay there for. <laughs> back to Arnold. <laughs> you just kicked me out. It, it, they go. They all take up that stance for about a half second, and then they either. Yeah. Return to full life, or they fall down. and they Jimmy, get... Billy, why you kick me in face? <laughs> <laughs> I did not do that to you. Why you do that to me? Come on. Yeah. Um, the the other thing that I do remember was watching the uh, the 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 crawl with the storyline because obviously there is no storyline when you play the game. I made up an intricate storyline involving a pizza delivery gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 
I made up that same storyline, but not for a video game. Four guys show up to this girl's house. It's 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 twelve ninety five. I'm not paying twelve ninety five. There's no pepperoni on this. You didn't order pepperoni. There's no pepperoni on this. I'm not paying. Bitch, you didn't. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kick your ass and take you back to my manager, who's a guy with pants on, no shirt, and an M16. And then we'll go back to the fucking Pizza Hut. You can tell his ass doesn't, about no pepperoni. Doesn't my boyfriend's brother manage that Pizza Hut? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's like, where the fuck's my pizza? <laughs> Wait, that bitch didn't drop paper on the pizza. <laughs> right I said, oh, I don't care who <laughs> she's dating. I ain't having that shit. It's not. He's not going to rescue his girlfriend. He's going to find out why his girlfriend stole his fucking pizza. pizza. <laughs> she made off with my credit card. Uh, <laughs> but the, when you watch the uh, the story crawler for the first one, it comes at one of the best lines ever. It's you know after the it's the year nineteen XX again I love that yeah. um, you know Mega after Man the whole post nuclear war thing yeah the post nuclear war that Mega Man Mega caused. Man and Double Dragon are happening in the same town <laughs> in the same universe um, but you know they do the whole you kind of back and forth and then eventually it gets to this great line which is after you know the the uh, Miriam is is taken away it says quote. Now Billy must penetrate the Black Warriors to save his girlfriend. <laughs> that is gold. Oh, I don't yes. remember running into any Black Warriors. I mean, there's a Bobo, and he looks kind of. There's a Bobo, white. and and then there, yeah. Well, I, but uh, the the name of the but. gang that you are fighting are the Black Warriors. Wow, that's their name. No, no shit. There it was. It's even in the. It's in the rule book. I actually went in the oh, rule God. book. The rule so, book. Yeah, no. So that you go into the, the instructioni manual. Yeah, no, I went and, and, and found the PDF for it, and there it is. And I'm like, I'm, I, the only reason I went and found the PDF was because I saw this on one of the, the websites and saw that line and was like, that's classic. Is that actually in the rule book? And maybe this is one of the reasons why my parents were so fucking uncomfortable with these games in the first place. <laughs> that, and, like, that's you know. along the lines of like Samurai Showdown 2 at epic, epic openings. Yes. yes. Once there were a man who fought many a bloody battles. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I could just see, though, my parents sitting there looking at this like, oh, Double Dragon. Okay, well, let's see what this is about What's this about penetrating Black Uh, They had to... uh, Oh, my God. What? Debbie, come and look at this. Our kid's playing a game where he has to penetrate Black Warriors. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Go pick out another game. (laughs) Outside of that, though, I, I, I absolutely love this. So, big thumbs up for me. There have not been any virtual console releases since the last show. That was oh. fine. Um, hopefully, you know. Xevious came out. Xevious came out a long fucking time ago. I thought that was just like two weeks ago. On regular 3DS. Oh, shit. I, you know, I haven't even been thinking about 3DS oh. VC stuff. Xevious is a 3D classic, too, isn't it? Isn't yeah. that. Yeah. What a waste of a 3D classic. My God. Fucking Xevious is a terrible fucking game. I, I love it. Oh, I fucking hate Xevious. It's so it is, good. Are you out of your mind? You can shoot both straight and at the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I hate that game. I, it is one, and, it is, and the entire time when you're firing, you're clink, 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 clink. Yeah, over and over and over again. It's the urban champion of shooters. I fucking hate that game. I think it's one of the worst shooters ever made. Andy's giving Luke this look right now of, seriously, you got to bring that shit back <laughs> up. you got to reach into the stocking that smells like dog shit and bring that one up for Christmas Eve. That's great, yep. man. Uh, 
And aside from that, you know, I think we're I think we're tapped. Yeah. You guys got anything else you wanted to talk about before we wrap up? Best G four uh, headline ever, which was <laughs> champion jockey features connect horse whipping <laughs> nugget from the net. <laughs> I'm not shitting you guys. Look that up. This, the, it comes with a very disturbing video, and I saw the video, and it is very disturbing. Yeah. So if you want to be disturbed. So first off, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let everybody know that I'm probably going to dump the forums uh, on the website because... It, it's not you forums. It's it, me. It's me. It's me. Um, it, it, really, it really has nothing to do with the people who, who supported the forums at the start. Thank you to KH Mixer X and Snicker and... Definitely. You know some of our early abdo- early adopters, but uh, I'm not a community manager. None of us really are. We all have full time day jobs and aren't able to actually spend time on the forums, posting and doing stuff. So it, it really is agreed. It really is more like if we want a, an area where people can comment on the show, you can still do that in the in the post comments on you know on the blog. You can still send us emails for the show. You can still contact us on Twitter and Facebook. Facebook, Facebook is probably going to be the best place to hold any kind of discussions because the, both of the Facebook pages have areas where you can just start a fucking conversation if you want. Uh, the forums are just more work than their than the benefit that we are able to put into them. So blame the the couple, the happy couple that almost keyed the car. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, uh, expect in the next couple of weeks that the forums will be gone. I'm sure that no one will notice except probably Snicker because he's the only guy that's posted on there for weeks, months. Post on our Facebook, Snicker. It's okay. Post on Facebook. Uh, send us messages on Twitter. Email us. You know, those things are all available. Speaking of, uh, you can check out our other show, Trade Secrets, comic book podcast. If you're into comic books, we it's like a book club for comic book geeks where we talk about a, a trade comic books? paperback. <laughs> it's in the name of the show, and I couldn't remember this <laughs> one. Where we talk about trade paperbacks and talk about uh, comic books and comic book related goober stuff. We're talking about graphic novels. <laughs> <laughs> Rate us on iTunes. Helps us get more listeners. Uh, you can review us on the Zoom Marketplace, social.zoom.net. Uh, you can search for ATFP and log into the Marketplace and leave us messages. We're available on Stitcher Radio. You can follow us all on Twitter. The main show feed is at After the Fact Pod. I am at Geek Elite. Andy's at Mathtastrophe. Matthew is at Coin underscore Metropole. You can like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash After the Fact Podcast. That is also where most of the discussions will happen if people want to talk about the show. Dang. Follow us on Tumblr. That is more for people who already have a Tumblr account and just want to have you know have us in your feed. Updates. Yes. Uh, you can friend us on XBLA or PSN. Someday, someday in the long future, Matthew and, pa- and Andy here will... Give me uh, bios for bios. the website where God, I can actually hor- post that Im- information. You're horrifically lazy. Yeah, yeah you are, you're bad enough in that you've been on the show for two months and you haven't done it. Andy's been on the show for like a fucking year and hasn't yeah. done it. So <laughs> I, I was on the show when it was single digits. Andy, Andy is the reason why Trade Secrets exists and he still doesn't have a fucking bio for Trade Secrets either. That's right. I have so, not done a bio for either show. Single digit. My Camarilla membership has three digits. <laughs> <laughs> I was brought on to temporarily replace Micatron. I have on stuff. I have a four-digit Duelist Convocation International number. Thank you very much. <laughs> 
if you want to be a part of the show, you can get a hold of us in any of our any of those portals. Twitter is probably the easiest, but you can also post on Facebook, or you can email us at afterthefact at geekerific.com. Send us questions, comments, things that we can read on the show, and we will read them on the show. Yeah. Actually, if you send us things that we shouldn't read on the show, we'll still read it. We'll we will totally read anything read on, on the, the show. show. And by the way, if you don't want your name read in an email, tell me at the beginning of the email so that I don't accidentally read your name on the show. We, you know, we got some emails last week. We, we had a lot of feedback that we left for, for Aaron Stevens. We played uh, Heath McNeese's song at the end of the show. Awesome song. And we, uh, we love reading stuff from our fans. So send us messages. Be part of the show. This has been episode 42, all about Double Dragon. Thank you, Abrasive Asshole. Hey, seven and six, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, thank you, Pretentious Fuckwad. <laughs> <laughs> I am Snooty Douchebag, and we're out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>